Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Daniel Sturridge passed his best but badly misunderstood by Henry Jackson. That one-all draw at Newcastle on Sunday was infuriating enough, but TalkSport then decided to spout their usual bile. I say TalkSport, but in this case it was an individual, Mr. Deadline Day himself, Jim White, who presents a morning show on the station during the week. Taking to his Twitter account on Monday, White asked the question, Talking Daniel Sturridge at TalkSport right now, is his attitude holding him back, and is his time at LFC coming to an end? The idea that Daniel Sturridge has a poor attitude is one of the laziest opinions in the whole of sport, and it once again reminded us how horribly misunderstood the striker is. The 28-year-old has been a figure of criticism for much of his career, with a naturally sulky, languid style, seeing him laid into time and time again. Arsenal's Mesut Ozil suffers similarly, and it is completely wrong. Sunday's poor showing at St. James's Park was just the latest excuse for White and his talksport cronies to stick the boot in on Sturridge, despite the fact that his attitude was fine all afternoon. The only time he looked unhappy was when he solemnly left the pitch when substituted laid on. Frankly, I judge any player who looks happy when they're replaced. Sturridge is actually someone who has shown an outstanding level of fortitude after what has been several incredibly tough years for him. Few players in the English game have suffered so badly from injury problems and Manny without his amount of drive and ambition would have called a day on things a long time ago. On top of that, Sturridge has acted as a mentor to young English players such as Raheem Sterling, Jordan Ibe, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Ben Woodburn. A book should not be judged by its cover and although Sturridge may not always be as instantly likeable as others, labelling him in this lazy light reeks of nastiness and a hint of racism without getting into that whole other topic. White is not alone, it should be stressed, and has been frustrating to see so many Liverpool supporters writing the striker off completely after one bad day at the office. Sturridge was unquestionably poor on an insipid day for the Reds, offering very little leading the line, but then so many others were as well. Sadio Mane had arguably his most anonymous game in a Liverpool shirt. Ginny Wijnaldum once again became invisible away from home. Felipe Coutinho was largely quiet despite his outstanding strike, and don't get me started on Joel Matip and Dejan Lovren. Sturridge appears to be someone who will be lambasted for one poor display, while other, far less gifted individuals, will get off scot-free for a string of ineffective showings. 
It goes back to the idea that he has never been fully loved at Liverpool, something that makes little sense following 61 goals in 126 appearances, and some outstanding memories. The cop never had a song for him, not that that's the be-all and the end-all, and you see far more warmth headed in the direction of most of the other squad members. Sturridge is not completely blameless in terms of building rapport with the fans, but his treatment has still been baffling to say the least. It's an almighty shame that the likes of TalkSport and other media outlets are only hampering his reputation when he has done very little wrong. Non-Liverpool fans will tune in and assume he's a troublesome individual, which couldn't be further from the truth. While people are busy criticising Sturridge's attitude, they seem to be missing the one true negative. He'll never be the player he once was. Although the former Man City and Chelsea youngster still possesses wonderful natural ability and is a very useful squad member for Jurgen Klopp, injuries have destroyed him. Luis Suarez was so sensational during 2013-14 that you actually forgot how good Sturridge was as well, with El Pistolero's strike partner bagging 24 goals in just 33 matches. He was the perfect foil for Suarez, even if they didn't get along off the pitch, and the £12 million that Liverpool paid for him looked like one of the bargains of the century. Every time he came back from injury prior to Klopp's arrival, he delivered almost straight away, adding a new dimension to a side not always brimming with class. Sadly, he is now a far cry from that world-class striker that wowed us three or four years ago, with his body simply unable to function in the same fashion as before, and that is why his work rate is not the greatest, rather than laziness being the reason for it. His pace has deserted him for obvious reasons, and there is a tentative nature to his game that comes with picking up constant long-term injuries. He never quite feels like he is going at full tilt anymore. Perhaps most importantly, Sturridge doesn't quite look the finisher of old, with key chances missed against both Spartak Moscow and Newcastle. The Sturridge of 2013-14 would have buried both opportunities with ease, and Liverpool would likely have won both matches. Dominic Solanke made more of an impact when he was introduced, perhaps showing where Sturridge's place in the striker's pecking order may now lie, with the youngster offering more all-round quality. Despite Sturridge being on the wane, he is still of use, and his decline does not excuse the criticism aimed in his direction, both from pundits and fans. His attitude should not be questioned, considering how many times he has fought back from negative periods in his career, and we should enjoy him while he's still a Liverpool player. There's a fine line between admitting someone is not the force they once were and being needlessly harsh about both their ability and character. Unfortunately, too many are guilty of the latter. Two things here. I have to comment on what Henry's written about here because I picked up on that uh, Jim White nonsense. I spoke to Yamalbi about on, on, on Match Review last night. Uh, it absolutely sickened me because there's unavoidable overtones of something a little bit more sinister than questioning a player's attitude. It's Daniel Sturridge, and we know, as Henry's alluded to there, what that probably means for the likes of some of the media commentators, and tragically, for the likes of some of the Liverpool, inverted commas, fans who like to question Sturridge's attitude. I find it repellent. I think it's just a disgusting, disgusting attitude to hold. There is no way you can question a guy's attitude who is probably one of the only ones who goes to the crowd repeatedly with his jerseys at the end of matches, who is always pictured smiling and joking with other players, who is always coming back from injury with the same sort of determination as you would expect from someone 
with a good attitude so this stuff doesn't wash to me i'd be actually far stronger than henry and my absolute disdain for the likes of that talk sport braying idiot jim white and the kind of people who come out with that nonsense Sturridge had an absolute mare. He was atrocious at the weekend. There we go. We can say it. He's a wonderful player who played awfully. He wasn't alone. We know that much. But we don't end up questioning the attitude of those players, do we? There aren't little phone-ins about that because we aren't going to be able to stoke the same kind of latent, blatant and despicable prejudice that you can when you talk about Daniel Sturridge. Anyway... Um, before I go for this evening, it was my second uh, audible recording of the night and I want to include a brief plug for AI Pro. You'll have heard lots about it. You'll have heard me talk lots about it. I've been doing a regular show with Jan Mulby, which is a match review show and will continue for the rest of the season with Jan schooling me on the uh, professional side of the game and how to read a match afterwards. And it is a wonderful thing with the two of us, I think, patently enjoying ourselves. And it's a show that I think is unique. Um, Now, it's not the only one. There will be six shows as part of the AI subscriber list. Six shows, all involving professional analysis and input. And that in and of itself makes AI Pro completely unique and different to anything else that's out there in the podcast milieu, even in the specifically in the Liverpool podcast milieu. And I can happily stand behind it and be proud to be part of it because I think it is unique. And anyone who knows me knows that I wouldn't touch anything with a barge pole that I didn't think was excellent um, because I'm a picky kind of a git. Anyway, uh, get yourselves over to AI Pro, listen to all the free stuff, convince yourself that it's worth it, and then subscribe. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.